Hello and welcome back to Solid. My name is Jake. Here we are on this this Sunday, April 16th, with the now 6-3 St. Louis Battlehawks. And I'm going to just tell you right now, Ben DiNucci beat A.J. McCarron. And that hurts. <clears throat> that one hurts a lot. Um, Battlehawks lost 30-12. to Honestly, the game was the game was closer than what those numbers than what those numbers say. Um, the uh, the the Sea Dragons kicked the field goal as uh, the as everybody was leaving the stadium. I'm guessing that it went in, given that they do have the 30 points. So it should have actually been 27 to 12. Um, good move doing that by them, since since the uh, overall points scored in the season counts as part of the tiebreaker. So. <clears throat> If you can just straight up get three freebies uh, at the end of the game against a team that you're going to have a tiebreaker against, probably a good move. Probably a good move by them. Oof, buddy, this was not a fun very. This was not a very much uh, very much fun to watch. This is not a fun game to watch. Uh, looking looking at at just the scoring. So uh, St. Louis uh, BattleHawks got a field goal in the first. Uh, first quarter, and then a touchdown in the second quarter, and then a field goal in the third quarter, and that is where the 12 points came from. Buddy, that's not... That ain't that ain't great. 3-6-3-0 is not... That ain't great. And man, they just, they just never really seemed to be in it. They just never really seemed to be on offense or defense. I mean, you look... You got so many situations... <clears throat> Where it seems, sorry, I'm, I'm clearing my throat a lot. I lost my voice during that game. I was um, yelling a lot. I uh, especially, especially yelling "fuck Ben DiNucci." I was yelling that a lot, and uh, some of the families around did not seem to uh, appreciate that. But you know, what are you going to do? Uh, but what was I talking about? I was talking about uh, this 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 BattleHawks team on defense. Man, you get these, you get this Seattle team into such like like some pretty bad situations. Some longer, some second and third and longs, and then there goes Jacor Pearson on a sixty-eight yard touchdown catch with nobody touching him. Man, it was pathetic. It was pathetic, and you want to know how bad it was? You want to know just how bad this game was? Um, everybody's favorite big boy. Your favorite big boy. Well, who's your who's your favorite receiver on this on this on this team? Might might be saying Darius Shepard. Might be saying Austin Prohl. The answer is Hakeem Butler is your favorite. That's your favorite touch. That's your favorite uh, wide receiver. Zero catches on two targets. He got two targets. Marcel Aitman got eleven. They're okay. I know. I said that last week. Um, what we learned from that uh, that second Vegas game is that you can force feed people tar- force feed receivers tar- uh, the ball in this offense. That's what we learned is because that's what Nick Tiano did to Marcel Aitman. Buddy, force feed it to Keem Butler. He's a little bit better than Marcel Aitman, my dude. Like, what are you? What on earth are we doing? Marce- Marcel Aitman, eleven targets. Granted, he did get ninety nine yards, so that's good for him. He had seven receptions on 11 targets for 99 yards. Buddy, Hakeem Butler got two targets and zero catches. God damn it. I don't think he got hurt either. 
Unless I'm missing something. I don't think Hakeem Butler got hurt. Oh, just a very, very frustrating game. I will say one thing that I really did like. Okay, so um, Mateo Durant was out this game with a concussion. So then they were just like, yo, we got Gary Jennings, and he's fast as lightning, so why not just line him up as a running back? And they did that, and it worked well. He was the best running back on the on the Battlehawks. 35 yards on four carries. Brian Hill, 11 yards on five carries. This team did not run the ball this game, and I get it. I get it. Running the ball is not this team's forte. But God damn it. God damn it, if you're going to run the ball 12 times, you got to catch the ball more than 18 times on 32 targets. Because guess what? That's exactly, that is exactly what this Battlehawks team did. A.J. McCarron was 18 for 32. One touchdown and two interceptions. Man, it was just a brutal, brutal, brutal game. Not much fun at all. And the overturned calls and everything like that, just it just seemed like everything that could be working against the the Battlehawks was, man. Just not much fun. Dude, it's a bummer. It's a bummer that that's the way that this goes because now all of a sudden the uh, Battlehawks' fate is not in their hands. They don't control their own destiny, which sucks because now Battlehawks got to win next week, and I believe... The Sea Dragons have to lose, or then it goes to a tiebreaker for the Battlehawks in order for the Battlehawks to make it to the postseason. So it's a whole big old clusterfuck now with with the way that things are going. Man, I don't know. It just stinks. I'm I am not looking forward to watching this game again. I really am not. I'm not looking forward to watching the broadcast because I know I know even even without. Even without watching it or listening to it or doing anything, I know that Ben DiNucci's whiny little bitch voice is just going to be in my ear the entire time, and he's going to be yelling at uh, June Jones. And to be fair, he should yell at June Jones. And it happened in this game with all the uh, with was there a delay? I can't remember if there's a delay a game or if they just had to call a couple of their uh, timeouts because of crowd noise. They definitely got affected. They definitely got affected by the crowd. June Jones is a total fucking moron. The guy is just an old dude who cannot communicate. And if your job is to be on a, a microphone as an offensive coordinator and talk to a bunch of people on offense to call a play and you can't communicate, you're going to be bad at your job. And that's certainly what we saw with with June Jones. Uh, but I know that when I go back and watch this, it's just going to be whiny little, whiny, whiny, whiny little Ben DiNucci. Why? Come on, June! Come on, June! Come on, June! That's what he does. That's what he, he yells that in his microphone, and he's so annoying and so stupid and so dumb. And he broke tackles, man. And he broke tackles. He's so whiny and stupid and dumb, but he's quick and he broke tackles, and I absolutely hate it. I absolutely hate it. I do not like him. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Philip Lindsay didn't have much of a game, so that's kind of a nice thing to go on. If I'm trying to calm myself down a little bit, Philip Lindsay had uh, uh, 17 yards total. Game changer, huh? That guy, that that Philip Lindsay, really, really blowing everybody out of the water. That Philip Lindsay, 
He signs the he signs the Sea Dragons. Everybody's like, oh my god, this team's unstoppable. No, no, turns out it's Jacor Pearson that's unstoppable. Seven receptions for 115 yards. Turns out turns out it's him. Turns out it's that guy, Philip Lindsay, with uh, 10 carries for 17 yards and uh, 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 what is that? Uh, one reception for two yards. Hey, everybody, look out for Philip Lindsay. Guy's unstoppable. Everybody, let's let's make sure that we game game plan against Philip Lindsay. No, turns out just a total garbage bag. That Philip Lindsay, what a piece of shit that guy. I'm mad. I'm sad. I'm angry. We'll get over it. We'll get over it. That's what I'm here for. Doing this. Doing this. Re- That's why this is a reaction and not a. Um, I don't know. What's a different word? Not a, a rational discussion about something like this. And where do you go from here? And where do you go from here? So for so if we're looking at if we're looking at next week, uh, Battlehawks are playing the Orlando Guardians. Now, they are easily the worst team um, in the in the XFL. Okay, that I, I I think we I think that's just kind of a thing that everybody really understands is that they are the worst. They've had a lot of weird shit go on with them um, throughout the year. They had their quarterback. Get uh, the 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 Guardians had their quarterback get uh, like suspended from the XFL completely because somebody said that he was giving his uh, giving opponents the playbook, and then he got suspended from the entire league. It turns out he didn't do that at all, and uh, people were just trying to tarnish his name, which is a very good way to tarnish somebody's name. That is a very good way to throw somebody under the bus is say that they're giving out uh, their team's plays to opponents. That is a good way to do that. Total dickhead move to do that to a person, though, but it is, it did uh, it did happen. So they've had some weird shit go on. Or the Guardians, they, um, they are 1-8. So, good God, I hope that... that, that honestly, honestly... And I know that it's it's shitty to do this. I know it's shitty to do it, to be like I'm just gonna overlook the Guardians because we should beat them. They've only beat one team. Now the one team that they did beat was uh, uh, the DC Defenders, um, and that was a good game that they beat them in. Um, so it's gonna sound shitty for me to be like, yo, we. Sh-. I don't want to like sound like I'm overlooking this, but what we need to look at is what's going on with that uh, that Sea Dragons game. Sea Dragons are going to be playing the Vipers. Um. Gonna be rooting for the Vipers in that one, you know. That one's gonna be. We're really gonna want. We're really gonna want Vegas to be playing uh, Seattle like they played us, because that would be a good thing. That would be a really good thing if they could just walk on Seattle. Um, I don't know. That's that's me looking ahead, man. This I'm all scatterbrained right now. This just kind of stinks. That kind of stinks. Everybody's looking forward to to having the Battlehawks beat Seattle. Just cash the ticket to the playoffs right then and there. Have a chance for home field. Uh, well, I guess that kind of went away with uh, with DC winning today. But I don't know, man. I don't know. It just sucks, dude. Like it seemed like even when somebody was doing well. Somebody else just did so poorly. Like like that like that play that that the offensive line had the best pass protection they've had the entire season. The entire season. They're blocking for AJ for like twenty minutes. Nobody was getting home. And then AJ throws an interception. It's just nobody could it just ugh. It's just brutal, man. It's just brutal. It sucks so bad. I want to try to like look at some positive things, but 
I mean, just thinking of the game, man. It just I just can't think of any. I can't think of it. Okay, so uh, Donnie Hagman. Donnie Hagman went two for two and made a pretty long one, so that was good. That was a good thing. Um, Darius Shepard with the 42-yard uh, uh, touchdown. That's good. You know, you wish that it happened with more than just one person getting a touchdown. But, man, there's just not – it's just it's just a feeling, especially – you, you have a game like this, you have a game like this earlier on in the season, you're like, God damn it, that stinks. Man, that, that stinks. It – but then when it happens this late in the season, and it just kind of like, it feels like you're stapling your nuts to your leg, you know? You're just like, God, where do you where do you go from here? Because all of a sudden, you're running out of hope. You're running out of hope because you did some, you made some bad decisions early on in the season. And it's really coming back to bite them. We had Lucas Dennis with an interception. It's good. Lucas Dennis, 10, 10 tackles total. Phenomenal game by the man. Um, Nate Metters actually was uh, was, came in and played in the game and then immediately got taken out, which is not what you want, especially a dude coming off of getting his brain scrambled last week. That's not what you want to happen. Uh, Travis Feeney had a hell of a play. Um, was it a strip sack? No, 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 no. He did have a TFL. I remember, I remember seeing Travis Feeney's name getting called and be like, "That's our dude. That's our dude right there." And he did the exact thing that we that we know that he can do. Um, oh, that was a bummer. Is that Silas Kelly? I believe is the uh, the the linebacker or whatever the hell he is with uh, with the mullet. I think that's Silas Kelly um, near the end of the game. Ben DiNucci scrambles, runs, lowers his... Sh- their quarterback, Ben DiNucci, the quarterback, lowers his shoulder into the linebacker, Silas Kelly, and takes him out. Knocks him out. Are you kidding me? You're a linebacker? You're going to let a... You're going to let a... You're going to let a quarterback take you out? Are you kidding me? What the hell is wrong with you? Aren't you supposed to be big old thumper boy? And you're gonna let Ben fucking Danucci, that Weasley little bitch, you're gonna let him do that, dude? Man, how do you come back from that? How do you come back from that? How do you? How do you, as a linebacker, suit up next week and be like, "Yo, I can get, I can lay the, I can lay the lumber on people." When a quarterback just puts you into the crust of the earth the week prior, buddy. You don't. You don't come back from that. That was tough, man. Silas Kelly getting... And then everybody, like... So 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 the way that it happened, Ben DiNucci comes in, comes in sideways, lowers his shoulder, crushes somebody, like, oh, God damn it, somebody just got smashed. And then every... There was, like, there was like three or four people kind of in a pile there, and then all of a sudden everybody moves, and then you just see one Battlehawk player on the ground, and you're like, God damn it, that's a bigger guy. That's a bigger guy that's not moving. And you realize that it is a 220-plus pound guy that just got absolutely embarrassed by a former backup for the Dallas Cowboys whose only start was when he absolutely got his dick kicked in by the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFL. And it's it's Ben goddamn Danucci. Man, just a real... 
real bummer on that one. Yeah. And I think he's a character, too. I think Silas Kelly's a character as well. Like, he's the one with the mullet. He's always out and about doing mullet shit. There's kids with mullets that, like, shake his hand when he's walking into the stadium. They're like, oh, my God, it's Silas Kelly. Think about the kids, Silas. Think about the kids. You just got embarrassed. You just got embarrassed. You got to get put into the ground by a quarterback. And now you're going to go shake a child's hand? You can go shake it. You ought to wash their feet, you coward. Ugh. Just brutal, man. That nobody it's it nobody had a good a good performance. You remember you remember when you remember when AJ a couple weeks ago had nineteen completions in a row? You remember that? How sick that was? That was sick. You're like, oh my god, is he ever gonna throw another incompletion this entire season? And then today he goes eighteen for thirty two. That's gonna be one thing that I'm looking at when I go to do my uh my my recop is going to be seeing exactly how many incompletes he threw in a row, dude. It was brutal. He was missing people everywhere. Ball was hitting people, and they weren't catching it. What on earth are we doing, guys? What are we doing? You didn't come to play today. You're not probably not going to come to play to, uh, next week when you're talking about playing your last game of the season. If they if they lose next week, it's going to be it's going to be hard, man. It is going to be hard. That is a hard one to come back from. If you don't make it in the playoffs and it's because another team beats you out in a, uh, uh, like the the tiebreaker stuff, yeah, that sucks. That really does suck. But if a team that's 6-3 and three loses to a team that's won one single game all season, man, that's hard. That's a hard one. That's going to be hard. This is... This is going to be a gross week for those players. This is going to be a gross week for them. It's going to be bad. I don't know. Anyway, guys, that's going to be it for the reaction here. I feel like I reacted pretty pretty well. Maybe I didn't react harsh enough. I don't. I don't. Maybe I didn't react harsh enough because I I should be motherfucking every single person on this team. Anthony Beck challenge a play, buddy. If it's not a one hundred percent chance that that uh, call is going to get reversed, don't fucking challenge it then. Because Dean Blandino hates your goddamn guts. Dean Blandino hates every head coach's guts, and all he's going to do is suck his own ref's dick. So if you are going to challenge a play, you better be sure that you're challenging. That another player had a gun on the field, or not even a gun, because that's too small. You better be challenging that a player on the other team had a guillotine, a old French uh, Revolution-style guillotine, and cut another player's femur in half. That is what you should be challenging, because if it's anything rinky-dink, anything tiny, it is absolutely not going to get overturned, because Dean Blandino is a goddamn psychopath, lunatic tyrant, all right? So, Anthony Becht, this one is just as much on you as it is on your team, and obviously it is, because he's the head coach, but that challenge was stupid, moronic, dumb, and you should be ashamed of yourself. That right there, that was a good reaction. That was a good reaction. I'm actually going to end it on that. Thank you guys very much. I appreciate you listening. Thank you for listening to Solid. Like I said, my name is Jake. I will be back with you on Wednesday for a full-blown Week 9 recap. We'll see how this goddamn catastrophe of a game went. I appreciate you guys for listening, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.